The PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at BetterFantasy.com SGPN. That's BetterFantasy.com SGPN. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io SGPN. That's SoBet.io SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome everyone to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Friday afternoon, uh, 4.33 on the East Coast, and we're ramping up for NFL Divisional Round in the playoffs. And joining me to break down the player props, Bull House of Sharp Betters, is my main man, Dan Titus. Dan, how you feeling this uh, Friday afternoon, man? Feeling great, man. It's uh, crazy. We're already at the divisional round, man. But I think we got four great games to choose from here. Um, a lot of high profiles, um, high scoring offenses. This should be a great weekend of playoff football. Um, so I'm hyped for it, man. Yeah, 100 percent, man. And also joining us to break down the player props host of the fantasy football podcast on the sports gambling podcast network and co-host of the prop cast Rod Via Gomez. Rod, how's it going, my man? I am ready to watch the Niners play the uh, Packers again and hoping for a better outcome than earlier this season. But I, I'm I'm loving what I saw so far. Uh, we can debate that last play until we're blue in the face. But uh, <laughs> look, I don't care. It ended up in my favor. Yeah, uh, I guess we can say some of the snooze fest last week. Uh, at least according to me, it was a snooze fest, except for the Niners and the Cowboys. It's always a great week when the... Uh, Cowboys get bounced in the first round of the playoffs, but what else is new, right? Uh, Death taxes and Cowboys out of the first game in the playoffs. But um, we can start by recapping what we saw from last weekend, and we'll we'll quickly go through it. Um, We'll start with the fans here. Uh, Dan, you pretty much hit the nail on the head here with the uh, Eagles last week facing the uh, Bucks. And a lot of people said, I think that the expansion of the playoffs includes two teams that – Really didn't deserve to be there. Maybe it's the Steelers, maybe it's the Eagles, but what do you think of, of the performance of the Eagles last week? I think it was just important for them to kind of get that playoff taste, especially for the young guys that they have on this roster. But, I mean, an ass whooping at the end of it, but here we are. Yeah, I mean, I pretty much said what was going to happen and yeah. it, uh, pretty much unfolded that way, unfortunately. I wanted to, as I was going into the game, because I bet heavily on Tampa Bay, I just wanted to see something out of Jalen Hurts to convince me that he's the quarterback of the future. And I don't know if I left the game convinced that 
I think he's definitely worthy of another shot. He should be the starter going into the next season, but I think he still has a lot to prove in terms of stepping up, stepping up in the moment. I think we saw a lot of indecision out of him. He yep. was rat, he was rattled for sure. Missed throws, didn't throw it enough. Uh, Jalen Rieger, you're dead to me. You're dead to all of Philadelphia. Oh, brother, you, we can ha- we can hand you your walking papers because you are complete utter trash. Yep. Howie Roseman, that's going to go down as one of the worst draft picks of all time. Yeah. You, you can't pass on Justin Jefferson, and that's what you live with. You live with a guy that can't catch balls and drops critical special teams fumbles at, at the wrong time. So all that to be said, uh, the Bucks look straight. They didn't play their best game either. I thought that there was definitely some holes. They lost a lot of depth up front, so you know we'll probably talk about that a bit uh, later. But overall, um, I think I feel okay about the fact that they got there at least, but yeah. Yeah, man, between Kyler Murray and uh, Jalen Hurts, I don't know who had the worst QB performance of the week here, but uh, it made me feel a lot better about Jalen. Yeah, it gave me a lot better feeling than Kyler when he when he choked, too. So we're not we're not all down bad. But yeah, um, chalk this one up to a learning experience. We'll see you next year, Eagles. Yeah, 100%. I think the the learning experience and just getting that taste of the playoffs, I think, is really important for a young team, especially now with the Eagles. They have three first round picks, right? So I think that, you know, the future is right. looking very, very bright uh, for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, going to the flip side, a team or a fan that did win their game to the 49ers, taking care of business <laughs> against the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I thought this was an absolutely phenomenal performance from the Niners. I think the game plan was uh, absolutely fantastic. But Rod, I'll let you get into that, man. Niners pull out the victory 23 17 as a three-point underdog in Dallas, but now they're on to Green Bay. But takeaways from last week, man. You know, it, we almost, almost gave it away. Jimmy almost found yeah. a way to give it away at the end there, and that was exactly what I was hoping would not happen in that we had that game on lock for a better part of that game. I mean, we we had them out. I don't even want to say outgunned, but we just had them outsmarted. Like, they, they basically couldn't do too much against us, and we were throwing everything we had at them, and, you know, it was just a matter of, yeah, we were underdogs and, and we kind of played that way with the chip on our shoulder. Um, I say us, I know I'm one of those, I'm one of those sports fans, uh, but they played with the chip on their shoulder and, and, and really all you were hoping for again was for Jimmy not to do what he did there at the end and throw that almost brutal interception that yeah. had it been any other game, I think other than that playoff game might have undid them. So you gotta, you know, hats off to Debo. We've all seen the clip, you know, hey, Kyle, give me the ball. Give me the ball. What does he do? He scores on the next play. Uh, It it just feels weird, though, because it seems like San Francisco always has that generational player. And, you know, Jerry Rice, uh, we saw it there. Steve Young, like, I mean, all these guys, uh, even even you could put Alex Smith somewhere in there uh, because he he actually did have moments, Um, you know, and then Kaepernick came around. So it just feels like we've always had those generational players. And Debo seems like hit that guy. So we're going to need to lean heavy on him and obviously heavy on Elijah Mitchell, which uh, we smashed that prop. Did we not? That was a, you did. Yeah. Yeah. That carry prop was, was locked. So yeah. I mean, again, it's just going to take a lot of that too. And Jimmy's just going to not have to lose it for us. And if we want to win that game this weekend. Yeah, I think the thing that kind of stood out for me in the uh, stat box over these last week, even if we were watching the game, was number one, that the 49ers were able to generate pressure on Dak Prescott, five sacks to zero for the Dallas Cowboys. And the other one was obviously the penalties, um, even the pre-snap penalties, right? Discipline, 
and making you know pre-snap penalties that are going to kill you in the playoffs, no matter who you are. I don't care what team you are. I don't care if you have Tom Brady or or you know this prolific offense like the Dallas Cowboys do. And hats off to the defense for the 49ers, man. They held the Cowboys to seven points through end of three quarters. So I think that's something that um, the 49ers should be excited about. Quickly, Rod, I know they lost some guys to injuries last week. I think Nick Bosa is the go this week. Have you heard anything about Fred Warner? So far, I think both of them are, are wanting to play. I mean, again, that's what <laughs> we hear that every time. Uh, but I think Bosa might be closer than Warner, un- unfortunately. Uh, although Warner did say he did tweet out that he, you know, he feels okay. So uh, take that for what you will. Uh, but obviously, we have to watch the practice reports today, really, yeah. to, to figure out what's going on for tomorrow. Uh, but, you know, it's encouraging because they did this against Dak Prescott with no Bosa for most of the game and Fred Warner for the better part of the second half. So um, you got to think that the defense is going to be fired up against Rodgers again. Yeah, I'll get your prediction at the end of the show uh, for this game against the Packers. But, um, yeah, we're down to the final eight teams here. Uh, teams looking to punch their tickets into the conference championship series or sorry, conference championship game. Um, so a lot of exciting football left. We have some, yeah, like Dan alluded to a lot of great offenses. I think we're going to see a lot of points being scored this weekend, but we'll get some thoughts at the end of the show. So let's do this guys. Let's uh, put a bow on the super wild card weekend. Let's take a quick break here. We'll dive into our player props and then, uh, we'll get final thoughts and predictions for this uh, divisional round in the NFL playoffs. We'll be right back after we hear from our sponsors. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. Bet $5, win 400 and free bets. Win a VIP trip to Shaq's Funhouse in LA. Bet $20 on WinBet's Build Your Own Bet feature. And earn a chance to win a once-in-a-lifetime experience for the big game. You win three guests will receive a VIP experience at Shaq's Funhouse, two nights at Win Las Vegas, a $5,000 free bet at a Win Las Vegas Sportsbook, and $5,000 travel credit. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. The NFL playoffs are in full swing and prop swappers are cashing in. Like Will from Arizona, who on Sunday night sold his $50, 101-49ers Super Bowl ticket for $500 on PropSwap. Will locked in his profit when he turned his $50 bet into $500. The buyer got great odds and the seller made 10 times his bet. PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country, so you'll always find the best odds and collect the most money from your bets. Hurry and download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity feed to stay in the know with all the big sales and red hot tickets for sale, a loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash, and a first deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. 
join the real sports bettors on PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, coming off of the break, let's get into the player props. Uh, Rod, I'll give you the floor first, man. What's your first player prop uh, for this weekend? Well, it's fun that Dan had talked about high-powered offenses and what we got left because we do. We have a ton of quarterbacks that can put up points. So that is where my first prop is going to go. I found this one. This one's fun. How about all starting quarterbacks to throw for at least 200 yards in Ooh. on the weekend? Uh, this is coming in at plus 165. I figured why not sweat till the very end on this one? Because, uh, you know, again, like Dan said, there's a lot of high powered offenses. Last week, Stafford threw for 202, uh, Mahomes 404, Brady 271, Allen 308, Burrow 244. Uh, even Garoppolo was close with 172. He didn't need to get there, obviously, because of the way the defense played. But against Green Bay, he actually threw for 257 the last time they played. So over 200 easily. Tannehill, 287 uh, in the last week against Houston. Rodgers has only had four games total this season under 200 yards. So if you're telling me that I can win money because all these quarterbacks are good, uh, I'm going to take that and plus money at that. So uh, I think it'll be fun. Garoppolo may be the only one that has me holding my breath. But like I said, against Green yeah. Bay, I think he's going to have to throw a little more than he did against uh, Dallas. Yeah, I think for I think the one um, question mark for me on that one was going to be Jimmy G. And I think that for the 49ers to have success, they're going to have to run the shit out of the ball. I don't care if they have to run the ball 50 times. Um, but at, that, at the same time, you're going to have some opportunities for Jimmy G over the top or even getting the ball to Debo Samuel. We know that this guy can catch the ball on a wide receiver screen on a slant route and just take it to the house. So it only takes a couple passes there for, you know, the guys on the 49ers offense to, you know, catch it and break one out for a big game, uh, big yardage. I think uh, George Kittle can also have a big week this week as well for the four, uh, 49ers against his Packers defense. Um, Dan, thought, uh, thoughts on that one? Leave it to Rod to find these exotic fun props, though. I'll comment on that. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say I need to do more home, more digging on these uh, unique props, especially. Um, I think this is the the best week for it. You know, I think you're right, Munaf and Jimmy G being the biggest question mark and hitting this uh, with his shoulder issues. But um, yeah, you got to expect. You know, the Bengals. I don't. I think that they're going to have a tough time um, dealing with the the Tennessee Titans here. And we know Tannehill's got both of his weapons back in Julio and, uh, AJ Brown. So I'm expecting him to do it. Mahomes, obviously Josh Allen, obviously. And then it leaves Aaron Rodgers. Um, so yeah, I think as long as Jimmy G can get on board, man, uh, I think we're riding this in, 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 uh, plus money here. Yeah. 100%, man. Uh, Dan, let's get your first one, man. What do you got? Yeah. So something that, uh, you guys both just kind of touched on it. Um, I'm riding with Elijah Mitchell here over 19 and a half rushing attempts. He's gone over this in six straight contests, including 27 against the Dallas Cowboys last week. He's averaging 24.2 over that six game span. You got to expect man with Jimmy Garoppolo banged up with his throwing shoulder and freezing temperatures. They're going to be running the ball like shit. And this is how you beat the Packers, right? They, they came close um, earlier this season and uh, was it week three, I believe? Yeah. Um, lost, a, lost a tight one. But this is the way you beat the Packers. You run the ball. The Cleveland Browns had the recipe to do it. They just 
unfortunately put their their faith in Baker Mayfield, and we know how that ended up. Um, so hopefully you would think that Kyle Shanahan knows better. He knows the limitations of Jimmy Garoppolo, not only from his injury perspective, but he's also very turnover prone. The, the way to beat the Packers is to keep Aaron Rodgers off the field and run the ball. That's what they do best. I think Elijah Mitchell is going to have a hell of a day. Uh, so give me, the, give me the Elijah Mitchell over 19 and a half rushing attempts. Yeah, 100% agree that. I think the game plan going in for the 49ers to be, and, and I think Rod can allude to this also, is that Run the football, run it. I said run it 50 times if you have to because this Green Bay Packers yep. defense is one of the worst, if not the worst, rush defense in the entire league. And not only that, you're ticking the clock away, but that also keeps the offense of the Packers off the field, right? You want to give as least amount of possession of time and possessions overall to Aaron Rodgers because we know what him and Devontae Adams and the weapons that they have on the offense can do um, against opposing defenses. I don't care which defense is out there. I mean, those guys can put up points. Uh, Rod. Thoughts on this player prop? I know you had it last week. I think it's probably the same formula going into this week, correct? I mean, he was almost there before the first half was even over. So, yeah. you know, again, this is this is a prop that we could probably hit see hitting early in the third quarter and just know that your money is 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 there for you uh when it's all said and done. Because yeah, Elijah Mitchell, you can't even realize until after the until you look at the box score how many carries he actually has. You know what I'm saying? Like you mm. you you watch it happen and you think to yourself, oh okay. But then you go to the box score. Like what was it? Twenty seven last week. Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Right. And and here the prop was I think nineteen. I think it was the same thing. Right. Nineteen. Yeah. So mm -hmm. how are the books not learning? Whatever. Take advantage of it. Yeah, hundred percent. Again, the, we talked about last week that that's the formula. Like you highlighted this rod last week, run the football against Dallas. I think is nothing's going to change this week. Like that's what you're going to have to do. And Elijah Mitchell is fully capable of getting that yardage um, against Packers defense. Packers into the season number twenty nine in the opponent yards per rush attempt. So expect a big day from Elijah Mitchell um, against the Packers uh, this weekend. For my first one, I'm going to stay in that same game. And I just talked about the gentleman earlier who probably should have another big day for them. George Kittle will go over 49 and a half receiving yards. And the, you know, the green Bay Packers have struggled all season long defending the tight end position. And they are, they're going to have their hands full again this week against George Kittle. I think this is going to take, you know, the running game as well, but I think you're going to have to mix in some type of passing game, not asking a lot here, but um, George, uh, sorry, the green Bay Packers have allowed 51 yards on average to the tight end position this season further in week three, like Dan alluded to that these two teams matched up and George Kittle in that game, seven receptions, 92 receiving yards for the green Bay Packers. So I think this is going to be the type of game that George Kittle can, you know, help out uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, whether it's those dump down passes or maybe, you know, a seam round pass here and there. And I don't, I don't see an issue why George Kittle should not be able to get at least 50 receiving yards in this game against the Green Bay Packers, who really do struggle against the tight end position. Uh, Rod, thoughts on Kittle this weekend? They got to get him going. I mean, this is a situation where you know that Kittle can do great things, and I think you have to start scheming for him more as the playoffs get deeper because you can't win without Kittle. I, I think really in this area. I mean, obviously they've won they won ten games, and Kittle was sparsely involved in a lot of those. But you're playing against really good teams in the playoffs, so you have to get your best players involved. Uh, and, and Kittle, if they don't scheme for him this week then I don't know what Shanahan's doing. I know running, 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 yes, but yeah. everybody's going to expect that. So you got to go a, a little bit different and you got to get Kittle involved uh, if you want to win this one, I think. Yeah, Dan? Yeah, I think this is the buy low spot for George Kittle. 48 and a half is super low uh, considering what his upside is here. And I think Rod hit the nail on the head there. 
to keep the Packers defense honest, you're going to have to have Jimmy G throw the ball at least sometimes. Yeah. And I w- I'm expecting George Kittle to be the primary beneficiary and having a pretty leaky middle of the field for the uh, the Green Bay Packers here. Um, so I, I'm riding, man. I, I don't, maybe it's because I'm, I'm get, drinking that Bay Area juice here, the Kool-Aid. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm definitely betting San Francisco in this game at five and a half. I think they have a really good shot to uh, upset the, uh, the the Packers. Yeah, I do too, but uh, we'll 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 save that for the end. Uh, I'm holding some juicy, <laughs> juicy tickets on the 49ers to win the chip. Uh, let's get to round two of player props. Let's go, Rod. Player prop number two. What do you got? All right. Well, we're going to stay in San Francisco. Uh, I'm going to go Debo Samuel first team TD. This one's at plus two seventy five. No real handicap. It's just Debo. I mean, again, yeah. you want to get your explosive player the ball first. And I didn't pick it as the first overall touchdown in this game, uh, but I can definitely see San Francisco doing something to get Debo the ball, you know, within the first uh, within the first drive, and then maybe even in the red zone just to scheme him something real quick and, and get him a touchdown early. Uh, and get the the whole thing rolling because you know again we just talked about it with with George Kittle you got to get your playmakers going and Debo can do it through the air he can do it on the ground he can throw a fur he can throw a touchdown pass like Debo can do it all so I think first team TD for for Debo Samuel is a safe bet as any. Look, I don't. I, I I'm not going to disagree with this because I think that if I, I'm really curious to see in the games where Debo has scored a touchdown, what the record is for the San Francisco 49ers. But uh, we saw last week he got a touchdown. It wasn't the first one, but he still got a touchdown in that game. And again, you got to get the ball to the playmakers. And I think you got to really tip your hat to Kyle Shanahan on the ways that he's able to get uh, Debo Samuel involved in his offense, whether it's out of the backfield, whether it's in the passing game. So uh, definitely it's it, this guy's an absolutely fun player to watch. Uh, thoughts on uh, Debo Samuel, Dan? You know, my thoughts on Debo, he's an absolute monster. He's a beast. Uh, he cashed for me last week. I had a lot of money on that rushing total. He's just a dynamic player, man. And I think we're, we're seeing the emergence of one of the best skill position players in the league. So I'm all for any time. Debo Samuel getting into this end zone. I, I wouldn't be surprised if, just given what happened last week that everyone saw, like, give me the rock, like yeah. give the man the ball. Good things happen. Yeah. 100%. Uh, Dan player prop number two, what do you got? Yeah. Number two, I'm rooting for failure here. Matt Stafford to throw <laughs> at least one interception. Now my cap for this one is literally just fading Matt Stafford last week. It was fading Cliff Kingsbury. That worked out great. So I'm just going to continue to ride the hot hand here and Matt Stafford. Sorry, buddy. You're next up on the list. This dude threw a league high 17 picks tied with Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, like granted he did throw 41 touchdowns. So it kind of evened out there, (laughs) Um, but he did throw a pick in seven of nine road games this year. This prop hit the over in 11 of 18 games this season. So uh, 17 games this season. Yeah. Um, three picks and four playoff games. Now, everyone might say, yeah, he was flawless in week three versus the Bucks. He threw four touchdowns and no picks. Guess what? He's on the road. He's going to be missing his left tackle on Andrew Whitworth. And Tampa Bay has the highest blitz rate in the NFL, 40%. I think he's going to make a mistake, if not multiple mistakes, I might have to go into the well of a uh, rod here and go find some alt lines for multiple interceptions for Stafford. Cause I think he's going to blow it. It's going to be a good game, but uh, yeah, obviously handicapping here, but I'm going with Tampa Bay here. Can't, can't root against Brady at home, but uh, yeah, I think Stafford's going to show his, his true colors here and uh, turn over the ball a little bit. Yeah. I think that's the key for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this, uh, this week. Um, and even last year when they won the championship, that they were able to generate pressure off uh, on opposing quarterbacks, right? They got Levante David yeah. last week. 
Um, and they, they, like you said, they rush the quarterback at will. And we know Stafford's going to crack under pressure at least a couple of times and make that mistake. And he's going to throw that pick. And like you alluded to 17 interceptions this season tied with Trevor Lawrence. And, you know, it was a seven out of nine games. He threw one on the road this week or the season, Dan. Yeah. Seven out of nine. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Even though we had a great week in that week three matchup against the Bucs, uh, like Dan said, this is on the road going into Tampa, trying to dethrone the defending champions. Rod, thoughts on Stafford this week? It's not like Stafford beat the Cardinals by himself. I mean, the Cardinals basically shot themselves in the foot at every turn. So it wasn't like Stafford was looking magnanimous. So yeah. if you're going to tell me that he's going to make a mistake against the returning champs, then I'm probably going to bet with you on that one because he's not, again, he's a, he's a good enough quarterback for what he's doing right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's still Matthew Stafford. I'm sorry that he's still the same kind of, to me, Matthew Stafford that was with the Lions, which you can argue that the stats don't back that up. But I watch the game. I see the guy. He still makes mistakes. And he's going to make a mistake here. And it may end up costing them the game because it's Tampa. You know, these guys, they're red hot. And the Rams have to really bring it if they want to beat them. Yeah, 100%. I think you also got to give credit to the defensive line of the way that this uh, Tampa Bay Bucks, sorry, defensive line is able to tip passes at the uh, line of scrimmage too. And that could also lead to interception. So um, when you have the number one or the guy that threw the most interceptions, at least tied for in the national league to at least get one in this playoff game against his uh, defense, I think it can certainly be done Um, for my second player prop. I'm staying in that same game and I'm going to go with the goat Tom Brady over 38 and a half pass attempts in this game. And, you know, Tom Brady has been throwing the football all over the field for the Bucks this season, despite not having Antonio Brown on the team anymore and without uh, Chris Godwin for majority of the season. And Brady, all throughout his career, we've seen it. He makes do with the weapons that he does have on the field. Um, I mean, he still has Gronk. He still has Mike Evans. Uh, I think Leonard Fournette should be back. Uh, I haven't checked that injury report or that news on that, but um, in 18 games this season, including the playoff game last week, Brady has gone over this projection in 11 of the 18 games. I don't anticipate the Bucks will have success in the ground game this week against the Rams. Rams did finish the season number five in opponent yards per rush attempt. Uh, and these two teams did face each other back in week three, where Brady had 55 pass attempts in that game. So uh, I expect Brady to just come out and throw the ball all over the field against his Rams defense. Um, I just don't have faith in this running game for the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers. Uh, thoughts on that one, Dan? Yeah, I saw Ronald Jones was just ruled out. And uh, you're right, I haven't seen the update on Lenny Fournette yet, but come on, man. It's Brady's, the playoffs, over. <laughs> Rod. I, I mean, how much more can I add to that? Absolutely. I mean, you're right. With, with Even with Vaughn, right, running the ball, they're not going to do anything with that. This is going to be Brady, especially as you get deeper into the playoffs. This is Brady's to just showcase that he's not too old to do any of this. Yeah, 100%. This is going to yeah. be, you know, one of the more fun games to watch this week between the Rams and the Bucks. There's a lot of people saying that the Rams can give trouble to the uh, to the Buccaneers. Um I don't know, man. I, I just think that if uh, Stafford doesn't make mistakes, uh, I think they may be able to pull it out. But it's hey, uh, we just talked about Stafford. He's prone to making mistakes. Dan, you had a thought there? Yeah, I just wanted to add that, uh, you know, with the offensive line issues for Tampa Bay, I would expect that, you know, Gio Bernard had a really good game against the Eagles. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised. You know, I might be sprinkling in something and on some of his rec- receiving props because he's going to have to get the ball out quick with that with that defensive line coming in his face, which is going to be good for the 
you know, the passing attempts prop because he's just going to be throwing these little dink and dunks, just racking up the stats. So, yeah, I think this was a pretty safe, safe bet here. Yeah, I haven't seen many, at least receiving props for Tampa Bay Buccaneers skill positions. I only see uh, Gronk right now, but I was looking yeah. for that last week and it didn't come into uh, fruition until they actually uh, ruled Lenny Fournette out. So maybe we could have found a live one on that. Uh, guys, yeah. let's take a quick break here. We're going to come back. We'll get into our third and final prop bet, our best bet for this weekend. Uh, let's hear from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. The fantasy season may be over, but the action is still coming on the Better Fantasy app. Download their free-to-play app today to bet on player props for the NFL playoffs. You can also enter their player prop pools and score big when you win. We love Better Fantasy because we can win awesome prizes and even raise money for charity along the way too. It's totally free to play. You'll earn better credits by completing challenges and use them to place your bets. Better Fantasy is available worldwide and in all 50 U.S. states. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. Since when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports betting is meant to be social. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches tossing bets around in a speakeasy. SoBet is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. SoBet is changing the game with their new product. Head over to SoBet.io and create an account to see for yourself. Through their fully functioning and free web application, you can access a demo of their app which will launch next fall. The app includes consensus lines from Vegas, a feed of what other people are betting on, and the ability to send friendly wagers to anyone you know via QR codes, text, and links among other methods. No money is transacted on the app and is purely competitive. Next time you're with your friends watching sports, turn the dial up a notch. Go to SoBet.io and you and see who can win and hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets off Vegas odds or generate a bet by changing any metric they want, as long as somebody is on the other side to accept. Let's get back to the roots of betting with SoBet. Go to SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN today to join the revolution. And don't forget, guys, the SGPN app is now live on the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, coming off of the break, let's get to uh, the best bets. Rod, I'm going to give you the floor first. Best bet for this weekend. All right, well, let's stay in the San Francisco Green Bay area because that's where I'm going to be paying most attention anyways for the day. (laughs) But I'm going to take Alan Lazard over three and a half receptions. Uh, This one's coming in at plus 120. Uh, Look, he's, he's getting more popular as the weeks go on, right? Three out of the last five games since week 14, he's hit over this mark. In the last two games that he's played, he had five receptions on six targets versus Detroit and caught all six of his targets against Minnesota. So, you know, again, this is somebody that Rodgers is looking for and we all know Devontae Adams is going to get his that's that's just part and parcel for what it is uh but Lazard's kind of emerging I think as as that second guy that uh Rogers likes to look at so and then if you look at what the Niners did last week they they let three pass catchers get over this mark uh, including Dalton Schultz so you know if the tight end can catch uh, at least four passes on on the Niners I have a feeling that Lazard's going to do the same thing and look I mean they could scheme against uh Adams 
and, and keep him a little bit in check. Cause obviously you saw Cooper didn't get a, a ton uh, and CD lamb didn't get a ton. So the Niners defense is not that bad against the pass. Uh, so maybe Lazard runs some underneath routes and, and catches at least four of these passes. Yeah. I think that's the key right there. What you just mentioned that trying to contain Devante Adams Yeah. You can do your best to try to contain them, and that opens up the opportunities for other guys like um, Alan Lazard in this game. Um, so, yeah, I think that'll create the opportunities for um, uh, Lazard there, the attention that's going to be on Devontae Adams trying to contain him. But still haven't seen a, a team try do that against Devontae Adams. Uh, Dan, best bet for this weekend. What do you got? I'm going with the soon-to-be GOAT. We'll see. Uh, oh. Patty Mahomes over 25 and a half rushing yards at minus 115. For me, this is really just about this game script and the Bills. They have the highest pressure rate of any team in the NFL this season at 31%. Mahomes has gone over this line in seven games this year, but he's gone over this in both of his matchups in his career versus the Bills. In week five, he rushed for 61 yards against the Bills, and he rushed for 29 yards last week against Pittsburgh. I think he's going to be set up very well for um, this high-octane offense. You know, the the Bills are going to be rushing at him, trying to get to him. He's going to have opportunities to scramble here. Uh, I think word just came out that CEH is going to be playing, uh, but I don't expect that to have a huge impact on his ability to get out into open space and uh, pick up some yards on the ground here. So, I think both of these quarterbacks will be pretty mobile. Um, it's going to be a fun game, probably the game of the week. Um, sorry, Rod. Uh, <laughs> but uh, this one's going to be a little bit more entertaining. So uh, I got to get some juice into this one. So I'm going to go Pat Mahomes over 25 and a half rush yards. Yeah, I was looking at this as well, uh, Dan. But um, yeah, you're right. We're going to see a lot of fireworks in this game. I'm staying in the same game. I'm staying with the quarterback, but I'm going with the other quarterback to go over his rushing yards. That's Josh hey, Allen like over it. 48 and a, or sorry, 50 and a half. It's up to, I got this at 49 and a half, but yeah, this is going to be Josh Allen's sixth career playoff game. Uh, in the previous five playoff games, Allen has rushed for 50 or more yards in four out of those five games, including 66 last week against the Patriots previous matchup this season against the chiefs. Josh Allen ran for 59. Additionally, last season, in the AFC Championship game against these same Chiefs, he ran for 88 uh, rushing yards. Expect the same success for Allen running the ball this week for the Bills. I think it's going to be pivotal um, you know, as, as the pass rush tries to get to Josh Allen. I think it's important for him to also run uh, as well. Um, and he's been doing it. So I'm going to go with Josh Allen over 49 and a half rushing yards uh, for this game, but this is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Rod. This might be the game of the week. Uh, that's it's, why it's on. <laughs> that's why I hope it is. Night. Um, so those are our best bets quickly here, guys. Um, Rod, I'm going to start with you. Give me your prediction for the Niners and the Packers since you are the Niners fan. Uh, it's going to be close. And like you guys said, it's probably going to end up being the game of the week, but I have a feeling that the Niners, they kept it close right in week three with a completely different team. Uh, I think they they put it together enough to where they can get past the Packers because here's the thing. The Packers are going to come in a little cocky. Aaron Rodgers definitely is a little more cocky uh, when it comes to playoff times. You, you, especially you saw it in Chicago when he's like, I own you. Uh, and that's just enough uh, bravado that I think the Niners can can sneak in and do what they did against the Cowboys and just sort of take it away from from the, the team that's supposed to win this game. So, uh, yeah, give me the give me the 49ers. And uh, yeah, I think that's that's where we're going. I think the key is going to be in this game that if they're able to get the pressure on Aaron Rodgers for their 49ers, I think they have a great chance to win this game. Uh, this, lot, this line is starting to come down here a little bit. I think it got up to at least six 
starting to come down to five and a half here. So I think that money's going to start coming in on the 49ers. Rod, uh, the other three games, just give me the winners. Uh, I'm going to say Titans, Bucks, and Chiefs. Dan, four games this weekend, four winners, or the four winners, who you got? I got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the, um, I'm going to take the Packers money line, the Chiefs, and the Titans. But yeah, yeah, go ahead. I, I, I mostly took the spreads on most of those games. So I took the, I took the Bucks minus three, Titans minus three and a half. And I did a teaser with the Rams and the Bills, teasing them both up uh, to their um, six points up to the to their uh, respective total. So I think it's like what plus nine for the Rams and yeah. plus seven and a half for the bill for the Bills. Yeah, I'm gonna go Rams, Niners, Titans, and Bills. I think Bills get it done this week against the Kansas City Chiefs. I think those are gonna be the final four teams uh, hey. this weekend. Rod, I know you got to get out of here. Final thoughts and let the people know where they can find you, man. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, find me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Find the Fantasy Football Podcast uh, anywhere you find your podcast and uh, on the SGPN app, most importantly. But, uh, you know, here's the thing. I, on the money line, did not miss a game last week. Uh, I, I hit all six, so I was pretty excited about that. Uh, so, and I'm hoping that, you know, I get the same kind of luck <laughs> this week, uh, especially with the Niners winning. Uh, but, you know, again, this has been so much fun. Like, I love the props. I love the prop cast. I, I still can't believe, Moon Off, that you allowed me uh, to do this. We went two of three <laughs> last time. If it weren't for stinking Ben Roethlisberger throwing uh, a late interception, that was a horrible beat. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think we would have went three for three on those props last week. So here's to another good week of props. Yeah. Hopefully we have another great week of uh, player props. Uh, Dan, any final thoughts for this weekend? Yeah. I just hope that Tom Brady doesn't burn you the way he did me last week. I think uh, I lost by like two yards on my passing prop, but yeah, it's all good. Um, yeah. Find me on Twitter at Dan Titus. Uh, if you in the fantasy basketball, check out my podcast on the buckets feed for the action network. Other than that, man, um, let's get this money, man. We've been we've been throwing out some good picks. Love the plays for today. So uh, yeah, man. If uh, we'll be in the Slack channel, throw out some more plays, man. We got a lot of a lot of good action out there today, uh, this weekend. So hype for divisional the divisional round. Yeah, one hundred percent. Echoing everything the guy said, it's going to be a fun divisional round weekend. Four absolutely fantastic games uh, this weekend. So I can't wait as we get into the championship games next week. But good luck with your bets this weekend, guys. Aware there's prop bets, spread bets, total bets. Let's just break these books, man. You can find me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. With that being said, we'll check you guys next week for the conference championships. Uh, Till then, like I said, let's break these books off and let it ride. (laughs) 